everyone and welcome back to Unknown Serial Killers. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to dig deep in the minds of these people lurking in the darkness, killing people just for the fun of it. Last week, we spoke on two black widows who killed their husbands out of pure hatred. If you haven't listened to it already, go check it out. You don't want to miss it. As always, viewer's discretion is advised because we're talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. Let's jump right in and speak on Thomas Bundy. Thomas Bundy was born on September 28, 1948 in Nashville, Tennessee. He was the younger of two children in the family, his elder brother, Ralph, being 15 years older than him. Bundy spent his childhood and youth in a socially unfavorable situation. His father, a World War II veteran, suffered from mental disorders and was aggressive towards his wife and younger son. After his father died in 1963, Thomas refused to attend his funeral and ran away from home for several days. Bundy was unpopular among the other children at school, but he was a good student, a sociable child who had many friends and acquaintances which helped develop his positive outlook on life. After graduating from high school in 1966, he married his high school sweetheart and in 1967 joined the United States Air Force where he achieved the rank of technical sergeant. In the late 1960s and early 70s, Bundy was serving in Southeast Asia. During this period, his wife gave birth to a son fathered by another man. So right there, that could probably set somebody off. And I mean, you know, normally a wife commits infidelity while you're away that would automatically be grounds for a divorce, but I guess he was just different. Despite this, he continued to live with his wife, who later gave birth to a daughter, but extramarital child strained their relationship. In the mid-1970s, Bundy was sent to further service in a base in Alaska. During this period, he began to show signs of emotional burnout and began visiting a psychotherapist. The murder series began on August 29, 1979, when Fairbanks resident Glenda Sodomit, 19, went missing. Her decomposed body was found two months later in a gravel pit near the highway, 23 miles south of Fairbanks. On June 13, 1980, 11-year-old Doris went missing. The brother of the deceased told police that a few days before his sister disappeared, he saw her talking to a stranger sitting in a blue car and wearing an Air Force uniform. The brother then helped the investigators make a complete facial composite of the criminal. Now, when we do research on these people, um, especially him, it kind of like skipped where everything went wrong on like how he started or why he started. And if I had to guess, I feel like you know, his wife having an affair on him and the fact that, you know, the tours and the military has taken a toll on him, which means, you know, he was dealing with a lot. He just said, you know what? He probably just woke up one day, like, you know what? I'm going to just go out and just kill somebody. Like, today's the day. I want to know what that feels like. But I hopefully that wasn't the case. But to me, it seems like it is. Let's continue. On January 31st, 1981, 20-year-old Marlene Peters went missing, who on the day of her disappearance gathered to hitchhike from Fairbanks to Anchorage. Five weeks later, Wendy Wilson, 16, disappeared on her way to the Oaks 
to see her boyfriend who was staying there. Mrs. Ope had offered Wendy a ride before she had disappeared. On May 16, 1981, 18-year-old Lori King disappeared, and shortly before her disappearance, Marilyn Peters' partially decomposed body was found. In October 1981, not far from Wilson's body, the decomposed body of King was found near the Air Force base. During the investigation, the police for the first time suggested that a serial killer from among the military personnel was operating in the territory. So that was their first big lead, and that was his first big mistake. Because why would you leave a dead body by a base, a military base at that, where you work, where you go every day. During the investigation, the police inspected all personnel on the Air Force base, including the employees employed as civilian specialists. By February 3rd, 1982, only three people were included in the suspect list who at various times were distinguished by their destructive behavior towards women, one of them being Bundy. By that time, he had been transferred to Wichita Falls, Texas, where he had served since 1981 of September. Sorry. Thomas Bunday was arrested on March 7th, 1983, and was taken to the police station to be interrogated. In addition to an interrogation, a search was conducted in his house and the trunk of his car. During the search, evidence was found linking Bunday with the murders in Fairbanks. Upon learning of this, Thomas, on the same day, admitted to killing five women and girls and described in detail the murders and the circumstances in which they occurred. Now, you're probably wondering, like, why did he kill all these women? He probably has a hatred for women because of what his wife did to him. While he's out in the military, he's trying to make an honest living and fighting for the country, probably. Um, his wife is out here, you know, sleeping with other guys and having kids with them. Not saying this is okay or need to part, but it's probably his reasoning as to why he did it. He was also questioned about the murder of Cassandra Goodwin on March 22nd, but refused to admit to her murder. Bundy indicated psychological, psychological problems and sexual complexes as a motive for committing the murders. Despite his confession, he was not arrested and had to be released because there was no warrant for his arrest. Alaskan authorities issued an arrest warrant for Thomas Bundy on March 15, 1983, but he was not immediately arrested in Texas. Riding his motorcycle about 40 miles outside Wichita Falls, Texas, Bunday rode into the oncoming lane of the highway and collided with a truck. He died almost instantly. The incident was subsequently recognized as a suicide. He was 30 years old when he died. Now, I don't know if that was the coward way of getting out of the situation but to me I feel like it is he definitely took the easy way out instead of going to jail and probably being kicked out of the military he just said I have nothing else to live for I'm just gonna go kill myself because I'm not gonna go to jail um I know that really wasn't much to take in but this for this week but it was definitely a lot to take in um thank you again guys for joining me this week hopefully you guys come back and join me again next week to uncover another unknown serial killer and like i always tell you guys please be nice to people you never know who they kill see you guys next week bye bye